Okay. Hey, you listen to <clears throat> Gungo? I don't no, I do not. Dude. Fuck you. From the East Coast to the West Coast, Screamo, Screamo, gotta go! I liar! You stupid head! You try to look spooky with your morbid stare! Screamo, Screamo, gotta go! Screamo, Screamo, gotta go! Screamo, Screamo, gotta go! Screamo, Screamo, gotta go! Inside black clothes! You look like a freak! You think you're so cool, you're the flavor of the week! Screamo, Screamo, gotta go! Screamo, Screamo, gotta go! Screamo, Screamo, gotta go! Screamo, Screamo, gotta go! It's gotta go! It's gotta go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You're listening to it now. You know where to find it. Tell your friends. Um, at Gungo Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, on Skype is Jimmy Ferrari. What's up? What's up, bro? Uh, what's going on over there? Everything all right? Everything's cool. Same That's... old setup, bro. Got uh, done with work. Still at work. Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm stuck here for another couple hours. But that's it. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot how clear this mic is. Yeah. Mhm. <laughs> Yo, it's a. It, it turned out to be a fucking beautiful, a beautiful night. Like fucking. Like, it's disgusting here in Brooklyn. Oh, well, that's what I was just gonna say. Like, it's nice and crisp where I'm at right now, and it's like I love those crisp nights in Brooklyn. But it's not over like yeah. that over there right now. No, it's freezing out again. Ah, it's not cold. Come on. It's fucking cold. I just had to walk. I just walked like earlier before work. I got, I got my mane fucking minted up today, bro. Nice. So, so, so I parked like right over there, and it's probably about seven blocks from my school. So you know, I figure you know, I get out of here at midnight. I really don't feel like clocking out and then walking seven blocks to my truck. So I figured, all right, I'm done. So I'm gonna walk now. And I went to go grab my truck, and it's fucking freezing. It's nasty. It's raining. It's no good. Oh, it's raining over there too, huh? Yeah. Well, it's like pissing out. It's like misty. Oh, that annoying. It's, it doesn't just, know what it wants to do or not. Yeah, it's annoying. It's windy. It's just, it's just shitty out. You see, um, over it. yeah, it's it's next week is gonna be the turn. Uh, you just right. have to break out your basketball shorts and your tank tops. There you go. You can lose everything in my pockets when I sit in my <laughs> truck. Everything slides out. Fucking chains dropping, keys falling down. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, they they fucking. Why don't? How come someone hasn't figured out like pockets yet? Even my work pants have the sideways pockets that everything falls out of. Dude, you wear like a pair of Dickies, bro. Forget Those pockets it. Pockets are bad. I know they're the, bad. This the sideways pockets that you can't put your license in there. You'll lose your license. Oh, lose everything. That's why I don't I don't use wallets. I mean, not me neither. I gave up fucking wallets about fifteen, maybe even twenty years ago. See, I have a wallet, but I never carry it on me, ever. Yeah, I have a wallet that I just keep in my dresser with shit on it, shit in it, and I don't I don't yeah, take exactly. it with me. Same here, same here. And if I know that I need like ID for something, I'll just take my actual license out of my wallet and put that in my pocket with my money. Here, here's what I roll with. I I got my license. My fucking ATM card and my cash. I don't need anything else. That's it. See, I don't. See, I, I ninety percent of the time I don't even have ID on me. Ninety percent of the time, mm-hmm. I have money 
smokes, and keys. That's it. Jeez. I don't even fuck with banks. So no ATM cards. Of course. Off the grid, bro. Fuck them. Yeah, of course. Not you need the keys. Grid. I'm on a fucking smartphone. It's not off the grid. But no, nah, I don't fuck with banks. So no ATM card. Do you follow off the grid on Facebook? <laughs> you are on the grid, kid. Oh, no. I know. I know I am. I know. But no, I don't fuck with banks. It's all numbers. It's all zeros and ones. It's it's not even like... We don't even use cash anymore. Everything's zeros and ones. And I would I would... That's the right way to be. The right way to be is to not fuck with the banks. I don't. I don't fuck with them at all. It's not even like a real institution. It's like made up. No, I'd. I bro, I'd rather fucking like like I get paid every two weeks. I'd rather go to a check cashing place and 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 get charged like I don't know thirty bucks or whatever the fuck it is to cash my check than to have my money in the bank. Yeah, yeah. I could. I could definitely see that, man. Definitely. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about it. Take the thirty dollars, thirty five, whatever. You know, it all depends on how much you you, you know you make. But it, there's a certain amount of money that they can't take out for a certain you know, however big your check is. I don't care what it is. Take Damn man, yo, let me find out you're a high roller. I go to the fucking check cashier place. They're taking out a dollar twenty. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That must be like a Long Island thing. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I'll just. Twenty. What do you make? Forty dollars a fucking week? Bro? It's bad. Yeah, no, it's horrible. Living in Uganda. Yeah, man, living the fucking Yucatan. Okay. I don't even know what that is. I just kind of made that up. I, yeah, well, Yucatan, I just said peninsula, so we're playing word association. <laughs> directly. Right Yo, you know what, though? My mind and your mind together, we just made up. That's a real thing, the Yucatan Peninsula. Yes. See, bro, I'm telling you, but we're brilliant. <laughs> commandos. Yeah, kid. Yo, non-wallet commandos. Non-wallet commandos. Fuck a wallet. Fa- fuck a wallet and fuck underwear. <laughs> Boxes of briefs, fuck them. Overrated, nonsensical, fucking extra layer for no reason, getting all twisted up. Fuck all that. They're picking, picking between your balls on a long road trip. No yes, thanks. Unnecessary behavior. All right, let me tell the story. What happened? It was uh. Is fuck, it part two with a shit story from the last time when the fucking <laughs> sp- when the spool was broken? Oh my god, I got many many shit stories. I have to save that for next time. But uh, shit anywhere. Go it, on. It was about. Uh, I haven't had to shit outdoors yet. You never shit outdoors? Uh, I shit outdoors one time, and it was actually in my backyard. I fucking, I was at the club, my, me and my friend Jay was at the club, big shout out to Jay, and I had to take a shit. I was like, yo, take me home, I gotta take a shit. This was, I was, I think I was about 19 at the time, and I, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, so I get home and my stepfather's in the shower, getting yeah. ready for work. Dude, I took such a shit in that backyard. It stacked up like some fucking chocolate surf, surf, soft surf, bro. It looked like an animal shit in the backyard. Oh, yeah. Well, it was you. You're like a fucking savage animal shit in your yard. And I but, left it. Uh, oh, did you? You blame it on the stray dog down the block? Yo, that motherfucker, that's what he gets for taking a shower that early. He can clean it up. And why is he taking so long that you can't hold a shit in? Oh, I had a shit. I had to leave the club to shit. This oh, was, nice. Because back then, I was I, I didn't want to shit anywhere. Now I'll shit fucking... Oh, what's I was, wrong with you? What is, what, is your, what is your fucking ass get shy? It sees like a random toilet. It doesn't want to work. Yeah, like puckers up and shit. Oh, that's no good, bro. I'll shit anywhere. Bro, the world is my... The planet's my fucking toilet. I have no fucking problem shitting on yeah, this anywhere. That's where I'm at yeah. now. I'll shit yeah, fucking it, anywhere now. Yeah. You just, you know... just Well, we're like, you know, backtracking to the last one. 
you know, we're both commandos, so you can't be grimy and use your underwear. So you need to have like napkins or something, bro, or you use your sock. You, you know, you bad. get fucking yo. My friend works at Fridays. I got about thirty wet naps in my glove compartment. Ah, uh, there you go. You see, you always need the fucking wet wipes, bro. The only problem is I haven't used them in so long. They're just wipes now. They're not even wet anymore. They're all uh, dried they're all out. Just dry, bro. They're probably linty, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. They're like fucking lint. They're like those fucking lint sheets. What are those things called? They're like dryer sheets. Dryer sheets. Nice. Try wiping your ass with a dryer sheet. You ever wipe your ass with a dryer sheet? I never did. Maybe I'll do a podcast experiment and fucking wipe my ass with a dry with some fucking bounty, some bounce. <laughs> yeah, some yeah, but you know what, bro? You might get itchy, bro. Those are scented, bro. You don't want that on your ass. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's fucked up? My dryer sheets. I think I kept them out too long. They smell like fucking a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> You're such an good. Yo, it's right. Yo, I, 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 my whole fucking like, I keep them in my car with the with the detergent. So when I go to the laundromat, and my car smells like tortillas, and I think it's the dry sheets. Oh, that's nice. Good. So you wipe your ass, and then next thing you know, your ass smells like nachos. I got fucking cats sniffing up my ass all fucking day. I don't know what the problem is. Yo, somebody out there, Google, um, spoiled dryer sheets. And tell me if it comes up tortillas. Oh, God. Maybe only in, like, a half-Mexican household, you psycho. Yo, you know what? You're right. I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> the Chinese guy that's Googling right now is thinking you're an asshole. <laughs> All right, so, yo, check this out. It was, like, five years ago. My friend's getting married. I'm in the, the wedding party. And I'm in there with a bunch of the, fr- you know, a bunch of the boys and his father. And I, we're all tugging at our fucking tuxedo pants, all of us except for the father. And he's like, yo, I haven't worn underwear in 20 years. And he, lo- and we're all tugging. And I was like, holy shit, this motherfucker is a genius. And then I, that was it. That was, that was, no, no, five years. No, shit, that was like 10 years ago now. Holy fuck. Uh, I, I've, been, I've been commando for fucking since I think, I think the last pair of fucking underwear I owned was in like, 2000. So we're going on 16 years, bro. Yeah, it is I don't no even reason. own a pair. I don't give a fuck what I'm wearing. I could wear G winter time. I don't give a fuck. I could be wearing a tuxedo or fucking camo cargo shorts. Doesn't matter. Fucking free balling, bro. Yeah. You know what? Matter. I was a little, yo, for the, and now when I started doing this, it was like fall going into winter. So I kept like a bag of my fucking underwear just in case. Like it got a little, you got a little chilly. You know what? First month in, threw the bag away. Didn't need it. What do you mean a bag? Like I kept my underwear just in case it got cold. Oh, you kept. Oh, okay. Because you said you, yo, you just said you keep a bag in your underwear. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking. Hey, what do you mean you keep a bag in your underwear? What's wrong with you? It's been a long fucking week. Yeah, nah, me too, man. I hear that. Fucking tired. It's a long one, but it's yeah. Nah, I'm shot. I'm shot. What's yeah. up? All right, so uh, uh, what's new on the horror front, man? You went to the convention last week? Hell yeah, I went to Chilla. All right, so Chilla Convention, Parsippany, New Jersey, right? Yep, at the Sheridan Hotel in Parsippany, New Jersey. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Originally, I said on the last podcast that we were going to go on a like in a, in a party bus, right? But mm. that didn't happen, bro, because like I, I figured it out like the next day. Like, it was no that later on that day. 
um, I was going to pick up my daughter. So I'm like, you know, she's all the way down in South Jersey. So I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to fucking rely on getting back. We all met at Lucky. We would all meet at Lucky 13 at 10 in the morning, go out to Jersey in the party bus, then leave there, go back to fucking Lucky 13. And then for me to jump back in my truck to drive back to Jersey is just fucking stupid. Yeah, because you're already going to be there. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, so so we we, we fucking, you know, we we said fuck it with the the party bus. So I went down there with Nikki and I met Jeff from Lucky 13 and a couple other guys down there. But, um, dude, it was fucking awesome, bro. It was fucking great. I mean, let's Um, let's talk about uh, your boy later. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, well yeah, you got it. <laughs> who was there that like? Who was like your highlight? My highlight? Um, well, th- there's only three people that I really wanted to see. Let me tell you something. The, the lineup was weak this year, right? Yeah, it was kind of it, it was kind of weak. But you know, a lot of times the majority of the people I really don't care to see or give two shits about. Right. You know what I mean? I, you know, I really don't care. But there's there was there was a couple of people that I wanted to see. Um. And I saw them, and all th- and all three of them were fucking cool as shit. It wasn't like a Linda Blair episode where like she turned out to be a cunt. You know what I mean? Yo, so, everybody out there, go to the Gungo archives and download this episode entitled "Linda Blair's a Cunt." It's a great one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's a fucking horror <laughs> show. So, yeah, so uh, we get there probably about I don't know about eleven, eleven thirty, something like that. Um, this was the first time Nikki ever went to ever went to a to a uh, a convention. She, she had a ball. She's a big horror person. Yeah, bro. She watches no TV, and the only TV that she watches is horror movies. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, that was her first time, and she had a ball. It was awesome, and she was a witness to what went down. And I want to <laughs> touch on that at the end because I have witnesses to this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> nonsense. Bro, it's such nonsense. I laugh about it to myself every day. It's fucking great. So, um, yeah, it's fucking nuts. So, um, because, you know, it turned into a thing, bro. It is a thing. thing. It's It's a a fucking thing. I know. (laughs) All right. So, first things first, we go in there. And, you know, there's there's so much to fucking buy, dude. You know, I mean, everything from fucking, like, girl shit, like, there's jewelry and all kinds of horror shit. And then there's, there's, you know, refrigerated magnets and T-shirts and posters and this, that, and the other thing. Greg the Hammer Valentine was there again, still looking Miserable. like Dan Ramsey. Yeah, he's still, yeah, he looks like fucking Throw Mama from the Train. Um, what else? Um, the first guy that I, that I met. Well, is the last guy that we're going to talk about because I just mm. happened to stumble upon him. Um, but uh, I wanted to meet Steve Rails back, and that was the guy who played Charlie Manson in the original Helter Skelter TV movie. Right. Yep. Fucking nice fucking guy, man. Super cool, super nice. A little bit older than I thought he was going to be, but then I think about it. That movie came out in the late 70s. It's 2016. Plus, he, you know looks, I mean? he, he, he looks weathered too, though. Yeah, it looks like that guy's been through it, bro. Is he Australian? No. No? Right. No. He, why would, no. Because I only just, know him from an Australian movie. Yeah, I know. What, Turkey Shoot? Yo, you got to watch Turkey Shoot. I'm not watching that thing. Great flick. It's Steve Railsback's sure. finest. I'm sure it's amazing. <laughs> so, so I met him. I was like, what's going on? And I had to tell him like the little story. 
that I told the last time about me and my sister getting over, you know, a fight mm. over the Brady Bunch and that, blah, 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 blah. And I told him, I was like, you know, I really, I even said it. I was like, I really can care less about meeting people. But I was like, yo, you're like a bucket list dude, man. You know, he basically, he got me into all this horror shit, you know, true crime shit. So, uh, you know, he signed me, you know, signed a picture. He was like, uh, to Jimmy. He's like, oh, you're like a really, really nice guy or something like that on there. You know, right. best of luck, blah, blah, blah. He was a really super cool guy. That's and great, then, though. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was cool, man. And then um, I, then I met Eric Alderson. Anderson Alderson, who was Rob from the final chapter. Oh, the non-hero. He's, yes, he's killing me guy, right? <laughs> so um, I walked up to him. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, hey, how you doing? And then uh, I was looking at all the pictures, and I was like, hmm, which one do I want? And there was actually an 8x10, but it was really dark, and it was like it looked like it was taken from far away. It was like a screenshot from the movie of when he's screaming, he's killing me. But right. you know how that scene is. It's down in the basement. It's really dark. Yeah. And you just see like, a little bit of Jason, and you see him like with his mouth open screaming. So I didn't want that one, but there was another one where he's – um. Remember when Trish, the girl, is like sitting in the tent and he goes behind the tent and he slashes the tent and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. Remember that part? Yep. Well, I got that and that's what he wrote on there. He wrote to Jimmy, what the hell are you doing here? You know, best of luck, Eric Anderson, blah, 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 blah. That's pretty cool because uh, that's like um, like the scene, the picture of him getting killed is probably like the common one. So I think that that's exactly. a pretty cool one with the tent. Yeah, yeah. So it's him. It's him with like the machete outstretched, and he just wrote on there, "What the hell are you doing here?" And you know, he signed it. But then uh, he he actually asked me. It was weird for him to ask me. I thought he was like, "So did did you see the movie?" What? Yeah, I saw, yeah. He asked me if I saw the movie. That's strange. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like, it's like my favorite one. You know, I kind of was like taken back. Like, I don't know how to. Like, of course I did, dude. Like, like, why are you even asking? Yeah, me why that? am I here? Why am I talking to you if I haven't seen the movie? Yeah, yeah, I'm just a collector of random fucking eight by tens from somebody I don't know in a movie I never saw. He like, probably, what? he probably thought you were gonna take that and put it on eBay or something. Oh, I don't know. People do that shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Was he gonna I do? Call you out on it? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I know. But he was, but other, like, other than that, which, which he didn't say in like a douchey way. I think they, like, he kind of initiated the conversation. Mm. I don't know. I, I got didn't take it at, at the time, like, as him being a douche, because he was a super nice guy. Right. He was really nice. And uh, he was talking, oh, where are you guys from? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I'm from Brooklyn. And he looked at me and he's like, you kind of don't look like you're from Brooklyn. And I was like, really? And even Nikki was like, well, how are we supposed is, to look? What does that and mean? then what's, what's fucked up is I was telling your brother this. He was like, oh, you know, the people that I know from Brooklyn have, like, beards and shit. So I'm like, yo, is Brooklyn really fucking, like, to the, to the outside? Like, like, do people that don't live in Brooklyn, do they really think that just Brooklyn is all hipsters now? Wait, who said that? Eric said that about the beard yeah. thing? What? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, oh, you know, the people that I know from Brooklyn have, like, you know, like, beards and stuff. Oh, I thought. Like, meaning, meaning I... hipsters. Oh, shit. See, when I thought. He well, I thought he thought a Brooklyn person was like a cuisine looking guy. Oh, now no, it's he did, weird. Now, now it's like I guess a lot of people think that Brooklyn is just straight hipster. Oh man, we gotta do something about that. Right, we gotta turn this fucking franchise around, bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I told your brother that, and he was like, "Really?" He's like, "Oh, that's fucked up." I'm that's like, "Yeah, I know." That's but, awful. But uh, but he, he was he was fucking super cool, bro. He was really nice and uh. Who else was there? 
don't know. I, I saw like the back of her head, but Nikki saw her. Um, Tara, Tara Reed. Reed. I knew it. Tara. <laughs> yeah, she's tiny, bro. She's like the size of Gollum. She's like a little she's, thing, huh? She's tiny, bro. I saw like the back of her head. I didn't even see a face, but she's tiny. She had like these two big dudes like next to her. Like, what the fuck? No, nobody. Yeah, I, I can care less. Weird Al Yankovic was walking around. I can care less, but I fucking walking down the hall and there's Weird Al. I don't know. Did you see Uncle Junior? Uncle Junior. Sopranos? Yeah, yeah. I saw them all from a distance. I can care less, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I saw them all from a distance. They, said, eh. they shouldn't even be there. I don't know. They should get horror, exclusively horror people. I know. See, but, like, if there was a TV show or something like that, like, I, I would want to meet, like, the redheaded kid from, you know, fucking... Uh, Different, Different Strokes? <laughs> what was his name again? Cooksey? Oh, I hate that kid. Because yeah, of you. Because of you. We'll rehash all that. Would not even fucking look at that kid. I hate that kid. I, 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 you know what? He was always annoying, but now that I know that he's the Terminator 2 kid, I even hate him even more. Yeah, I know. No, that, kid, that kid gets no love. But, um... <laughs> but then, uh... Yeah, no, there, there was... That was pretty much, like, the only people that I really wanted to see. But then it just so happened that, um... This... <laughs> As soon as I walked in, he was in the same room, right? So it's kind of like as you walk in, you walk down the first hallway, and it's kind of like the first room. Mm. And I walk in, the first table right there, my boy. Who is it? Come on, bro. The fucking sax guy. <laughs> sax guy was fucking hanging out, bro. Right? So I walk in, and there was somebody getting something autographed from him. You know, and then uh, I'm like fucking biting the inside of my lip, dude, because <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold a straight face and think in my life. So I'm like, right now, the moment has arrived, like redemption time to buy the sexy body oil. Wait, wait, wait. Can, can I stop you for a second? Okay. Sure. You met uh, Tom Capello last year, right? Tim Capello last Tim, year. Tim Capello, sorry. And um, so this year, in the past year... It's become such a thing that now when you see him, it's like a whole different experience, I feel like. Right. Well, well, should we just touch really quick on what happened the first time? If, yeah. In case you have new listeners. Right. Last Chilla convention, I meet Tim Capello, who if, they don't, if no one knows who we're talking about, he's the guy who has the little small cameo role in The Lost Boys, all oiled up with the purple spandex pants with the ponytail playing the saxophone, gyrating his hips. <laughs> I still believe right? in shit. I still believe. So I meet him, and he tells me that he doesn't know if he wants to take a picture with me because underneath my big T-shirt, it looks like I'm hiding a lot of buff. Classic line. <laughs> That's what he tells me last year, right? Yeah. So I'm like, this guy is fucking awesome. He's so fucking nuts. He's awesome. So I take a picture with him, blah, 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 and I get a... Uh, I get a picture signed from him, and he writes to Jimmy, I still believe Tim Capello, and I leave. And then I kick myself in the ass because he had the sexy body oil, and I didn't buy it last year. So this was all said on another podcast. I don't remember which one it was. But then I said I said in that podcast that the next time a Chilla convention happens, or I hope that he's at another one because I have to buy it, and I will say what's up to him again. Let me just so clarify. Let me just clarify for the audience: the sexy oil is a play on words for sexy. 
exactly. <laughs> oh. <Douchey. laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So now, right. as soon as I find out about the new Chilla, which is the one that I just went to, I look at all the guests and holy shit. Tim Capello is going to be there again. Wow. Redemption time. I have to buy the sexy body oil. So now, cut to the day that, you know, mm-hmm. Chilla. <laughs> He's signing something for somebody. All right. Now, I have a witness to this, okay? Nikki, my girl, is standing next to me throughout the whole thing, and she knows the whole backstory about this thing. Mm-hmm. So I look at him. I'm like, what's up, Tim? <laughs> He shakes my hand. He's like, hey, I remember you. (laughs) So I was like, oh, my God, bro. It took everything I had not to just start laughing, bro. Because I know I'm going to be talking about it. I know (laughs) this is the moment right now, bro. So, oh, God. So I'm like, yeah, man, how you been, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, how you been? I'm like, good, good, good. I'm like, listen, last year – I got the picture, but I need the body oil. And I take one and I put it right in front of him. And he has it like ready-made on the back with a white label on it so he can autograph it, right? Right, right. So he signs to Jimmy. I still believe. Yeah, of course. <laughs> about 20 bucks, bro, right? Uh. So it's bro, it's a fucking – it's a bottle of Johnson's baby oil with a different label on it. Bro. Oh, yeah. It's like fucking – it's it's the, the, the generic blank label. It's and he puts it in a Ziploc bag, and he's like, don't squeeze it or hold it upside down. It might leave. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. You know he paid like five cents a bottle. Bro, he fucking filled that thing up from like with something in his bathroom, bro. Guaranteed. You think so? Oh, so without a doubt, bro. You gotta, right? you gotta walk around this thing upright. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I lodged it, like, within, like, all the rubble and all this crazy shit that Nikki has in her big-ass fucking pocketbook. Like, yeah. I propped it up in there. Right? So now now it's picture time. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let me get a picture, bro. So he takes a picture. Now Nikki is taking these pictures. So now she takes a regular one. It comes out a little bit messed up. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I walk away, just like last year, I went to walk away, and he pulled me back, and he was like, hold on, and he grabs his sacks, and he starts posing with it last year, okay? He did the same thing this year, but he fucking upped it up a notch, bro. He brought it up a notch, because what did he do? What did he do? He took it upon himself to aggressively lift up my fucking short sleeve and he's like you gotta show the guns get the fuck out of here so I have a witness to this that's why one of the pictures that I have I'm making a stupid face and fucking flexing my bicep bro I got right into the roll wait a minute he he lifted up the shirt and said show your guns he pulled up my sleeve on his own. It was like, you got to show the guns. Oh, my God. He's fucking... He, oh, my God. Bro, last night I was talking about this with Nikki, mm. and I went on Facebook, and I sent them a friend request. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know what this is? This is amazing. This is a, a budding thing. It's, it's This is a budding romance or something. Bro, you know what I want to do? Bro, check this out. Your brother... Was talking to me a few weeks ago. I'm sure it'll come up again at some point in the summertime. 
that he's going to have like a barbecue and he's going to invite everybody over. We're going to have a nice big barbecue at his house. My goal is to drive into his driveway with me, Nikki, <laughs> and the fuck. Wait, wait a minute, you broke up. Who's going to drive in? Me, Nikki, my girl, and the fucking sax guy. Can you imagine that? Wait, wait, here's the, here's the thing. If you drive up to the... last night thinking about it. I was laughing to myself. If you drive, if you fucking show up at a barbecue with the sax guy from Lost Boys, here's what has to happen. Before he walks into that backyard, he's got to be oiled up. He's got to have the sax and he's got to have the chain. Bro, it's- that's how he, bro, he travels with that. He had the chain, <laughs> the bracelets, everything. He probably sleeps in showers with that shit on. That's fucking so funny. Holy shit, that's hilarious. Showing up to a party with the saxophone guy from Lost Boys? <laughs> yeah, and fuck your brother's barbecue, bro. That's and we're all going to sit in the back. And you know what's even more awesome is that Nikki even fucking brought this up. Because I was all hypothetically speaking last night like an yeah. idiot. And she was like, yeah, but you know what you have to do? He has to, like, perform in the backyard and, like, recreate that scene in The Lost Boys. I was like, you know what? That's fucking perfect because Anthony has a fire pit in his backyard, like in the movie. Nice. Bro, can you imagine? I still believe shaking his hips with no shirt on blowing into a saxophone at your brother's house yeah i, get I want it. that to happen yo i bet you he'll only ask for like two hundred dollars for that too <laughs> a thousand yeah for a thousand <laughs> shit he'll thousand drive him home <laughs> yo he will do it i think he will i friend requested bro and we have one mutual friend and he, <laughs> he's not even full you figured no. he would be full Jimmy G is full. He's too active. He only has like 900 and something friends, but you never know, bro. You know what? You want me to fucking request him too? We'll all fucking we'll get in on this? Come rush him, bro. Fucking request him. It's, it's bro, if you just, bro, it's it's under Tim Sax Capello. Oh, why, God. Why did you say that? <laughs> oh, my God. Why wouldn't it be that? Oh my god, that's so douchey, fucking it's douche chili. Amazing. It's fucking not douchey at all. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I think I think this Tim Capello is becoming one of my favorite people on the planet. <laughs> my boy. I'll he take a bullet for that guy at this point. Lifted the shirt up with the guns. Well, aggressively took it upon himself to lift up my right fucking short sleeve and told me, commanded me like... You gotta show the guns. Like, it had to happen. And he pulled you back. He pulled you back into the fr- fucking frame. Exactly. Take a picture with the saxophone and me making a muscle. And then as soon as Nikki got done with the pictures, I said goodbye to him. I shook his hand, gave him, like, a little hug, a little pound, mm. and then walked away. And Nikki looked at me. She was like, I can't believe that shit just ha- happened. <laughs> How amazing was that? And I was like, I have a witness to the shit. He was, and she even said, he was like, she was like, he aggressively fucking lifted your shirt. <laughs> I was like, I know he did. Wow, he fucking loves you, man. Tim Capella loves Sax you. Guy. Huh? Sax guy from Lost Boys. That's you. I'll take more pictures and bullshit with him more. I saw that shit in the theater in fucking 86 or whenever it came out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, that's really it's fucking funny, man. It's greatest ever. This, I that keep- was the highlight chiller. <laughs> I, I, well, you know what? I looked at the lineup, and there really was any no horror people there at all this year, except for you know the couple that you mentioned. That's it. Fucking the guy from uh, uh, Friday and Tim. That's it. 
Yeah. 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 It wasn't that great, but I mean, it, it's just even though there's not wasn't like a lot of guests and shit, it's just a cool spot to go to because there's yeah. so much shit. You know, there's like so much crap that you could just buy. I mean, shit that you don't fucking need. I bought a fucking a Jason fucking ring. It's like this big chunky fucking. I don't even know if it's stainless steel or sterling silver, some shit like a big fucking Jason mask fucking ring, coffee cups. Mm. Magnets shirt. I bought a Charlie Manson shirt. Yeah, Actually, I would they, love to see some of the shirts they had there. Oh, uh, bro, there's a lot of really cool shit, man. There's a lot of really cool shit. The next one I think is Monster Mania, and then there's another one that that I never went to. I never even heard of it before. But Mike Scandato, big shout out to Mike Scandato from the Last Stand. He told me that there's one called Monsters and Robots. It's, it's at the uh, I think it's August 27th. To the Garden State Convention Center. It's more like um, it's also comics and like a toy convention too. That's what it but, sounds like, yeah. Yeah, but the um, there's three people that I want to meet there. There's um, the guy who played the original Michael Myers, the actor who played the original Michael Myers in the original movie. He's gonna be there. Um, Sid Haig, Captain Spaulding, is gonna be there, and there's somebody else. I don't fucking remember who, but I know that there's three people. Oh, um, Ari Lehman, the first Jason. Oh, you know, yo, you know what's fucked up? He actually, he has a band. Yes, and he's playing Lucky 13 in August. I heard him mention it once. I was like, I was taken back. I was like, oh shit, he just mentioned Lucky 13. Yes, he is playing there in August. As a matter of fact, Jeff from Lucky 13 texted me today to tell me that, because his, the, the name of his band is called First Jason. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Yeah, and, and and Jeff says he's a cra- he's a character. So yeah, that's pretty. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. I'll go, ch- I'll go check out on August twenty seventh. That's pretty awesome. I I really can't wait to see if and when this fucking sax guy thing develops. Bro, all he bro, all he has to do is accept my friend request, and I will fucking harass him, bro. The squeaky wheel gets the grease, bro. I will fucking make sure that he hears me. And I will somehow or another, bro, I'll fucking get buddy-buddy with him and be like, yo, man, you want to fucking, like, I'll send him a picture of me and him, especially the one of me making the muscle. And I'll be like, yo, bro, remember me? And of course he will. And I'll be like, yo, you want to, like, go out, bro? We'll go out go out to eat, you know, blah, 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 blah. And like, I'll go out, like, I'll go have lunch with the guy. And then, you know, and then I'll run it by him. Ah, oh, you know, my boy's having a barbecue, bro, blah, 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 blah. And then we work it like that, bro. Tactics. There you go. It's like a fucking. It's like a like a battle plan. Yeah, bro. I got tactics and plans. Maybe I'll fucking reach out to him see if he wants to do a fucking podcast, and I'll fucking have you Skype in like half an hour later. We were talking about that last night. I guarantee you, he'll do a fucking podcast. I'll probably have to fucking pay him. Mm mm. Those fucking those convention guys want money for everything. Not if I get friendly with him. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do. I'll get him on the podcast. I'll talk to him for about 20 minutes. Have you Skype in? He'll be like, oh, oh shit! Fucking, and, and we're off. The odds, and we're off. Yeah. Or we could make it that we do a live podcast from the fucking Anthony Russo compound with the sax guy, and I record the fucking the, the performance of I still still the, believe. Yes. yes, and you record his live performance. Someone's got to film that shit too Because I don't know if that dude can gyrate like he did Everybody will have their phones out Me included Yeah no doubt Yeah That's fucking great So, that, so that's chiller <laughs> That's fucking awesome wow. Yes sir 
That was um, that was uh uh, let's see um, that was the one with the Sopranos people, the Playboy people, Tara Reid. Next year they're gonna step it up. I hope so. There's so many oh. horror people out there. I know. Especially I know. the year before they had The Exorcist and fucking Mad Men. Yep. There was a lot of people there. They even had Daniel LaRusso was there. Oh, I, f- I saw that, yeah. Not, not, not the one that I just saw, but the, the year before. There was an Outsiders reunion with two of them. That's the one, yeah, yeah, the Outsiders reunion. Yeah, there was two of them. What Outsiders reunion? It was fucking Ralph Macchio and fucking C. Thomas Howell. Yeah, it's the same thing with the Warriors reunion. Fucking Ajax wasn't there. Yeah, you know, can't be bothered. They're doing yeah, that like again I'm... this year. See, it is, it is, yeah, but Sick of It All is not going to play. Chrome Eggs. Is it? Yeah. Did you hear that? It's on It's on Instagram. John Joseph posted it. Oh, really? Wait, at Coney Island again? September 16th, I think, or the 17th or something. Coney Island, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, see, see, I'll go there. I'll, I'll go there to fucking hang out with fucking John Bloodclot and fucking bug out to the Chrome Eggs. Yeah, I had a great time. It's such a great venue over there. That's that open air shit. That's great. Yeah, yeah, but hopefully the, the 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 lights will fucking work. Why? What happened with the lights? I don't remember. With, oh, sick of it all. The whole fucking it was crazy to be fucking going crazy and fucking dancing on fucking concrete outside. It was pitch black, dude. You had the fucking Wonder Wheel, fucking Ferris wheel lights in the background. That was it. And then sick of it all closed with us versus them. And then like halfway through the song, all the spotlights and shit around the stage came on. I have no memory of that. Wow, that's gr- uh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. It, it was, was a like, great time, f- though. Oh, no. It was fucking awesome. And I'm surprised there wasn't, like, as many pictures as sick of it all from that, like, floating around. Because yeah. I was standing, like, I was, like, grabbing people's shoulders and balancing, fucking standing on the barricade, fucking while me and Lou were screaming at each other fucking lyrics, bro. And, and, and there's no pictures of any of that shit. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I never even really... I didn't notice or even really think of it, but you're right. I haven't seen any fucking pictures from that show. Oh, there was a couple, but there was like people that I was there with, but but nah, I'm shocked that there wasn't more pictures. Like on Instagram, there's like a few shady pictures and a little stupid videos and shit, but nothing for nothing. So, uh, yeah, speak, let's, let's, let's talk about shows. How was the, uh, the, the, the show last weekend? It was dope, bro. It was fucking. It was fucking cool, man. Yo, that band Reason to Fight is fucking dope from Providence, Rhode Island. They did a co-headline and set with Caught in a Trap, and they're fucking dope, man. I'll definitely fucking book those guys again. Nice. And um, yeah, Caught in a Trap is just always fucking. Caught in a Trap is fucking always fun shit. Oh man. yeah. Yeah, no, it was a fucking good turnout. It was shitty out all day, so I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if it's gonna be a really good turnout. But it turned out the turnout. It was a little bit light, but it was it was good enough. You know what I mean? I was able to fucking you know do what I had to do and shit. But I mean, it wasn't jam packed, but there was a nice crowd in there, bro. And I yeah. know that the ball did well, so yeah, man, it was cool. I know there was um there was a benefit going on also in the neighborhood too, which I kind of. I kind of knew about it, but it was after I had like six bands confirmed and shit like that, so I yeah. really couldn't back out of it, shit. Or else I wouldn't have, you know, or else I wouldn't have did that because <laughs> I don't like to do that shit, especially if I'm going against like a benefit. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, it's just kind of a douchey move. Like if I knew it, you know, if I knew it beforehand. But um, now nah, man, it was fucking cool, man. Nice. It was definitely cool. Yeah, and um, I'm taking uh, June. I'm fucking taking off. Oh, is that right? 
no shows in June for me. I'm, I'm purposely taking off. But then in July, there's there's a show that's in the works. I just need one more band, and then it's a, it's a benefit show for um, a guy who passed away, this guy named Ed Romanoff, and it's a benefit for um, for his wife and his four children. Wow. So it's, it's usually an annual thing that they usually do in Jersey. But um, BJ, big shout-out to BJ and Full Scale Riot. Him and this, this lady, Dory, they uh they reached out to me and they 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 asked me if I wanted to have a hand in it, you know I was like yeah man, I don't care you know I'll help out I don't care and so it's not necessarily just a blast furnace thing it's like yes I'm helping promote it and shit and I'm like affiliated with it but it's not just my own thing you know your brother's band is playing there's a few bands playing I'll I'll plug that when it gets a little bit closer it's a little collaboration but, um, yeah it's like a little collaboration that's the July show August is gonna be the barbecue and that's gonna be fucking ridiculous. There's 11 out of 12 bands confirmed for that, and I think that might be the first show that I actually might do advanced tickets for. Oh, nice. Yeah, everyone loves a barbecue, man. Uh, crucial barbecue style. Yeah, yeah. The first the, the first annual fucking Brooklyn Blast Furnace Hardcore Barbecue, bro. And hey, nothing beats Brooklyn in the summertime, man. Bro, it's going to be fucking bananas. You going to throw any veggie burgers on there for me, man? <laughs> you want a veggie burger with turkey bacon, <laughs> no, you can't even have turkey bacon. You need like soy bacon. No, I don't. I don't eat uh, the fake meat products. If I'm gonna eat fake, uh, if I'm gonna eat fake meat, I'll just eat real meat. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, maybe I'll be fucking nice. Let me get a fucking black bean burger. Fucking stink the place up with my fats. Oh, you go right ahead. Yeah, maybe I'll buy. Maybe I'll get you a couple. Oh God, I gotta tell Jeff. Uh, nah. there's a couple of eaters. <laughs> I'm just fucking around, but I tell you what. One time there was a barbecue at uh, uh, Sinclair's in uh, in Long Island. They was doing they were doing a punk rock barbecue, and this was before I started eating healthy. And I went there, and all they had was black bean burgers on the barbecue. Dude, I was fucking disgusted, and I, I ate one, and it was pretty good. Dude, I came and home and stonk the fucking apartment up. Nice, great. It was great. The best farts I ever had in my life. That's fucking amazing. Oh yeah, I was loving it. Yeah, man. Dutch oven the fucking uh, your other half. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I didn't actually yeah. I didn't even have to. The shit was so fucking potent. I cleared out the oh, fucking you room. you were just crop dusting the whole area? Oh, hell, I, the crop dusting. That shit was like Hiroshima, kid. I was fucking dropping bombs. Nice. Clear out the living room with one fucking... <laughs> nice. Sometimes <laughs> these things happen, bro. Yeah, you know what? It was like this, too. <laughs> it wasn't even uh, a loud one. It was like... Uh, and then it's just fucking ripe. Oh, beef. No good. Nice. It's fucking adorable. So what's going on with this Bane? I see Bane everywhere. Last last Boston show, last Philly show. Which ones are you hitting? Uh, I am hitting this Sunday is their final New York City show ever. And it's also their second to last show ever. And I am also going to the final show in Boston. I'm, I'm guessing that they're from Boston, right? Yes. Well, it's not in Boston, the final show. It's in Worcester. Worcester. Which is like right yeah, it's like right outside of Boston. And that shit sold out in three hours. Oh, yeah, of course. I fucking got a fucking ticket, bro. Yeah. Weekend in Boston. I remember. Me, Nick, me, Nicky, Jeff from Lucky 13, and his girl. I remember when CBGB's was closed and they had that last show. It was like, you know, Nazi Front, Sick of It All, Murphy's Law. <clears throat> those Hollies war. Yeah, I didn't go. I for some reason I fucking did not go to that. Uh, how could you? The tickets sold out in what fifteen minutes? 
Yeah, I know. My friend Paulie but Hardcore I, I know, tickets. Yeah, but I know a whole bunch of people that didn't have tickets. But th- at that point, they were hopping the fence and sneaking in through the back door and shit. Oh, yeah, sure, of course. If I went there, there was there was almost positive I'd fucking get in. Yeah, once, you, once you're there, I mean, what did you, you you went there. You should fucking get in. Yeah. And I'm yeah, sure no one's going to... I missed that one. I, I kind of kicked myself in the ass for that one. Yeah, yeah, me too. That was That's pretty big. But speaking of final shows, I just recently posted it on on on. No, I don't think I posted it on Instagram, but on Facebook on on the third of this month that just passed, it was the twenty fifth anniversary of the last Rash Bash at Lamar's in Brooklyn, and I posted that ticket stub. It was twenty five years. This was, was the like first cr- the first Lamar's. Yes, the original Lemoors. Yes, they opened it back up like a couple of years later, and the stage was on the opposite side, and they closed and opened it a couple of times. But the original Lemoors, they did. It was called the Last Rash Bash, and it was White Zombie before they were even known. Before that whole Thunder Kiss '65 shit, it was White Zombie, um, Biohazard, Leeway, the Chromags, this band called Machine, and there was a and then it was Typo Negative, and that was the first time. That Pete Steele announced because right before Typo Negative, they were called Repulsion, and he announces on stage that we're not called Repulsion anymore. Our new name is Typo Negative, and that was that night, and they stuck with that name since then. Yep, that's a big so show, was, huh? That's a big one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was there, man. I was fucking there. It was fucking nuts. Le- uh, yeah. Um, I saw a breakdown at Lemoore's, man. What a fucking great time! What a great fucking little club. Oh, uh, what a great fucking club. Old Lamar's was fucking great, man. That and CBGB's, man. You know, the first time I went to CBGB's, I was like, this place stinks. Like, oh, what? yeah, because it's a filthy, tiny hole in the wall. The stage was, like, fucking cocked off. It wasn't even straight. It was a fucking shit show. The whole fucking the stage had, like, plywood nailed on top of each other. The dance floor had, like, three dance floors nailed on mm. top of it. It was a fucking hole in the wall rat hole. But after but after fucking- a couple times, it was like it was all right. It's like, oh, this place yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah, fucking place is such a degenerate, disgusting hole in the wall. But it was great. And the fucking the toilet that was up on that fucking hill. <laughs> yeah, bro, it was like one little step in the toilet with no fucking no stall, no fucking wall around it, nothing. That was the throne. The throne. I never shit on it. I never shit on it. But I've, I've walked in there and seen people shitting on it. Yeah, that's a weird one. I mean, we were talking about shitting anywhere. I don't I don't think I would shit on that throne. Maybe I would do it if I knew they were going to close and yeah, I wanted this to have the story. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where that toilet bowl is. Yeah, I guarantee you someone's got that fucking bowl. It, yeah, it's somewhere. Somebody definitely has that thing. That thing is legendary, bro. That to- the, the men's bathroom one toilet bowl from CBGB's is a legendary item. <laughs> who who designed that fucking bathroom? Said, hey, we're just going to put a bowl over here with no walls. With no walls, no nothing, don't know. But I've shit in the girls' bathroom in CBGBs. And if you have to, and, you have to. Yeah, bro, there was like three stalls in there. We all used to go down there and, bro, it would be people in the girls' bathroom, boys' bathroom, fucking be drinking, smoking fucking blunts and fucking doing bong hits in the fucking girls' bathroom in CBs. Yeah, fucking that's, crazy. That's great, though. I mean, that's... Yeah, I kind of want to do that now, and I'm an old man. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do nothing. But that sounds like fun. It does, but you know what? If I smoked, I'd fucking be so miserable and paranoid. It'd be ridiculous. 
Yeah, I fucking um. It sounds like a good idea, but when it comes down to it, if it if it fucking happened, I'd be the most miserable person on the planet. Yeah, one hit, I'll be done. Um, I'm like, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home to fucking to be in a dark room and fucking pray that this fucking shit wears off now. Yeah, man. You know how fucking strong the weed is now. I bro, bro. Can you even get weed with a fucking seed in it anymore? I don't think so. I mean, all this shit is like fucking perfectly fucking made and cultivated and fucking. It's just perfect. Uh- Bro, I know people who eat weed cookies and all. I never ate. Bro, I ate a hash brownie a couple of times, but like nothing compared to what's out there today. I don't even want to know. I, yeah. I fuck that. They no have. Way. They have list uh, different uh uh big different strains. Fucking oh, bro, cannab- it's a fucking mad science now, man. I ran into a friend of mine. His name is Billy, right? Big shout out to Billy. He was coming to me to. He's coming with me to uh, Sick of It All in June. I ran into him first. Time I ran into him in years. I'm talking like July. July. Uh, yeah, July. Um, 30th anniversary show. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna come with me. Yeah, I, I got tickets for that shit. And this dude, I haven't seen him in like ten over ten years. I mean, he has teenager teenage kids now. And he, you know, we used to hang out back in the day as kids. You know, the whole crew, and uh, you know, you lose touch with people so i asked him i was like yo what happened to justin he was one of the kids we used to hang out with this motherfucker moved to colorado he grows weed and sells it to the dispensaries bro the kid's fucking made bro the kid probably lives in a fucking madhouse and making mad money no shit this fuck he was always like the smart kid he was in like the gifted and talented classes in elementary school but he was always i was i was too but i think they misplaced me i think you should have went to the life program (laughs) the reach program (laughs) we used to call them block classes where all the fucking retards were oh really i think we had the class i think we called it the reach program or some shit Special ed, bro. Special ed. But this dude, he was always super smart, and he was always a pothead. So that motherfucker is that's a that's a success right there. Oh hell yeah! I got him. I gotta find the fucking. What can I do that I'm uh, I'm dumb? <laughs> I got no motivation. What can I? How can I parlay that into some money? Right. Let's sell weed to dispensaries. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking sick. Yeah, I don't even want to fucking... Last time I got high, it was about 10 years ago. I ate a half a cookie, and I was a zombie for fucking three days. Oh, God. No good. S- smoked? Oh, God. Last time I smoked... Uh, last time I smoked was probably about four years ago. Oh, that was actually uh, relatively recent. Yeah, yeah. That was that was like towards the end of my fucking downfall before I fucking had, like basically had to stop drinking. Yeah. I was drinking heavily at the time, too. Hmm. So, yeah, but, yeah, I'm going to say bad. three, four years ago was the last time I smoked. Uh, probably, like, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. But, but, like, before, like, I smoked for about a year, and then before that, I didn't smoke for a long time. And, like, the first time I smoked again, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah, that's how it gets you when you, when you lay off for a while, yeah. And then I smoked again, and it was still terrible. And then go figure, knucklehead me, I smoke again. I'm like, all right, it's all right. And then next thing you know, it fucking becomes all right. Next thing you know, I'm smoking every day, and it's yep. all good. Oh, God, but now. Actually, yeah, uh, over shit. I just realized, at the, I think it was either the last, week of a- <clears throat> the last week of April or the first week of May. It's been two years I haven't had fucking alcohol. Well, Crazy. Se- September 1st will be two years for me. 
fucking crazy. And I was a fucking such a big fucking drinker. Bro, oh god. It was yeah. easy. Oh. It was easy. I fucking I can't drink, dude. I can't. I'm an animal when it comes to that shit. And I kind of wish I wish that I can go up to the bar. I wish I could be up at the bar right now in some douchebag bar over here in Bay Ridge with a couple of fucking asshole guidos, not even talking to them, but sitting at the bar. And I wish I could fucking throw down like three, four, five, nine fucking Heinekens. You know what I mean? But I can't do that because I know I'm going to fucking fast forward the tape, bro. And in fucking three weeks, I'll be fucking drinking every fucking day Mm. and it'll just turn into a thing. And next thing you know, my life will be completely fucking upside down all over again. And I can't have that shit, bro. Yeah, it's, that's why yeah, it's like, that's why it. I, that's why alcohol was so easy for me to quit because all I had to do was think about what would happen. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh, I've been through so much fucking <laughs> shit and so much major life-changing shit has happened to me all because somehow or another alcohol was involved. Yeah, even something that, even something like a regular thing, like let's say you got in a fight with your girl or something. Because you had that alcohol, alcohol in you, it fucking it, it turned into a fucking a problem. Yes. Yep. When yep. if alcohol wasn't involved, you probably could have fucking deaded it like way yep. earlier. Exactly, and that's just like a small little thing, you know. That's just like an argument. There's so much shit that I obviously I won't get into on the podcast, but yeah. there's so much fucking shit that's gone down that was alcohol related, that completely life changing shit, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah, nah, no, it's not in my cards anymore. I'm 40 years old now. I've been drinking on and off. There was a a certain time, bro, from like 2004 for seven years, I was completely sober, completely sober, smoked cigarettes, drank coffee. That was it. Mm. Completely sober. And then, you know, and then, you know, a couple of things happened here and then I started drinking again like an asshole and it just got worse. It just got fucking worse. So besides that seven years, I started drinking when I was like 14 or 15 years old. So besides that seven years, I'm 40 years old now. How much are you going to fucking drink? Plus all the other nonsense I used to do when I was younger. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like enough's enough already. Enough's enough. I'm 40 years old. I have a kid. What are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, didn't you get it out of your system? Eh, some people never do. But I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad I fucking came around and fucking, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah I feel the same way too. Especially since my, my job is driving. If I go out mm-hmm. partying on a Friday and I get fucking pulled over, I lose my job too. Hmm? And yeah. it's, it's, yo, it's so great leaving a party and speeding and not worrying about it. Yeah, you're right. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's true. Absolutely. Ab- bro, absolutely. Absolutely. And fucking, fucking. I don't know, I don't want to go on a fucking holier than that rant, but, you know, it, it's just it, it's just good to, on my two-year anniversary, I'm not even really counting. I just remembered that it was two years. Yeah, no, nah, me too. I kind of counted a little bit for, like, the first year, and I'm like, all right, you know. I mean, not even exact days. I'm like, ah, all right, you know, all right, about six months now. Cool. Mm. I knew say September first, so you know. Yeah, it's like, I know it was like April, May, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with like May first. Yeah, and what's and what's crazy, bro? I don't even have like, and a lot of people, everyone knows that I'm sober, and I don't preach to anybody ever, bro. I hang out in fucking Lucky Thirteen. I hang out in bars and clubs and shows and shit. I'm surrounded by it all the time, but for some reason that shit don't bother me. People are like, yo, how are you fucking hang out around here? And like, you know, you see everybody drinking, doing shots, this, that, and the other thing. I was like, I don't know, it just doesn't bother me. And for some reason, I don't have any craving. It does like everyone could be drinking around me, doing mm. shots, cheers, blah 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 blah. blah. Nah, it just doesn't bother me. It's just when I get in my own head and I decide for myself, all right, I'm going to go drink, 
that that's that's what it is. Mm. But for some reason, I have no fucking zero. I have zero fucking craving for it. I, I can care less about. It. I don't even think about it, which is good. Thank God. But yeah, because yeah, all I can, all I think about is how shitty I'm gonna feel the next day. How nothing's oh, gonna get so done. Not worth it. Yeah, it's so not worth it. I have so much other shit going on that I need to be responsible. You know what I mean? It's just like I don't miss it, and I know that shit will just fucking just start going downhill. Bro, I'm a completely different person when I'm fucking drinking. Completely. Yeah, that's... Ex-Tony, ex-Tony reason enough. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking... um. And, and one quick little last thing before we move on, but uh, I would come home from work. I would have a shot and a beer yep. on a weekend... <clears throat> have a you know couple couple beers, and I would fall asleep, and the whole right. night's gone. Yeah. So it's fucked up. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You want to um uh you uh you got nothing coming up in June? Is you is it too early to plug anything or? Well, well, um, I, I guess I mean I'll mention I mention it real quick, but like I said, the um the, there's a benefit that we're doing for Big Ed Romanoff. I never knew him personally, but. I seen his picture. I think I've seen him at shows before, but I guess he had like a pretty big presence on the New Jersey hardcore scene. And he was friends with like a lot of bands. And they usually do it an- they do it annually. I'm not sure how long ago he passed away, but I know that his wife and he has four kids. So BJ from Full Scale Riot and a couple of people, this guy Mike Wilson, they uh they've been putting shows together for the last couple of years, I think, in his honor and just a benefit for his wife and his kids, for his family. And um, for some reason, I, I don't know exactly why, but they don't want to do it in Jersey. So BJ reached out to me, said, you know, can we do it at Lucky 13? So I set up the venue for it. And then, um, yeah, so far we have uh, – uh, I'm probably going to be missing a couple of bands. But A Breed Apart's playing – and this isn't in any particular order. It's A Breed Apart, uh, Enziguri from the Bronx, Homicidal, um, the Ill Rock Soldiers, you know, hip-hop stuff. Um Oh, uh, shit. Who else? Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, a band called Undivided is playing. Um, Pugsy from Social Decay's band, We All Die, is playing. And I think I want to get one more band, and then I'll be I'll be promoting it and shit like that. I just wanted to touch on it. I'll plug it properly, like probably like the next podcast I do. Yeah, you definitely come back. That's that's July 23rd. It's a Saturday. It's a $15 donation, and 100% of it goes to... Ed Romanoff's four children, who I believe are going to be there too, and his wife. See, it's like a good thing that us hardcore – everyone thinks we're like scumbags of society, you know what I mean? Who like don't know us or just see a whole bunch of hooligans hanging out outside of Lucky 13, you know what I mean? Mm. But it's like some of the shit that, we, that, that, that bands do and what we put together, it's fucking awesome, you know what I mean? Well, Selfless shit. Well, that's the reason why we all do this shit for each other is because the, the, no one else will. Right. Yeah, it's like the veterans benefit, you know, benefits for, you know, there's cancer fucking benefit shows and there's, there's you know, like this one, every dime is going to go to this guy's four kids. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just good shit. It's good karma. It's just a nice thing to do and everyone has a good time doing it and so what? No one's making any money from it, but you know what? It's a good thing for these kids. As a matter you know, of fact, the uh, Warriors Festival this year with the Chromags is also a benefit show. It's for a little kid who has a disease. I don't remember what it's called, but that's also a benefit show, so that's great. Mm-hmm. It's John, John Bloodclot does a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's like he's like a really good dude when it comes to like doing benefits and he feeds the homeless and he does like he does a lot of selfless good shit. You know what I mean? So, 
Yeah, that, that that's that that's what's coming up next. That's July twenty third, so that's a ways away. Yeah, you and jump then, on the show again when it gets a little closer, but you know, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, 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 no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, that's uh, that, that's pretty much as far as shows are concerned. You know, I've been the Saturday, this Sunday, you know, and then there's the sick of it all. Sh- show and then there's the fucking there's the final Bane show I know Murphy's Law there's a lot of shows coming up in the summertime a yeah lot. Black and Blue next weekend yeah I'm not going You're not going it's a fucking hardcore holiday not, not going I'm gonna have my daughter all weekend I'm not going yeah I don't even have tickets I'm just gonna have to show up yeah now nah, you'll be able to show up but I don't think it's gonna sell out I don't think now nah, you know I don't even really care about the bands this year I just like hanging out yeah, yeah, but you know what? There's so many other shows, and, and, and like, you know, my daughter comes before anything. So if I have an opportunity to have my daughter for the entire weekend, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, you know? oh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm going to have her. But, you know, bro, there's so many shows. Like, this is hardcore. I'm going out to Philly for four days. You know, I'm going to get a room and all that shit. So there's a lot of shit going on. And there's, there's also, um, the uh the, the day after show there's the matinee on the day after the black and blue bowl. That's at the Bowery Electric. It's uh, like Sub Zero, Last Call Brawl, The Wilding Incident, Impact, uh Drew Stone, big shout out to fucking Drew Stone. It's the Drew Stone hit squad. And I think the band uh examine applying to matinee down in the Bowery Electric on the lower east side of Manhattan. It's going to be a fucking fun summer, man. I can't wait. Oh, oh yeah, bro. And the summer didn't even technically start yet. It's going to be fucking crazy, bro. This shows like every weekend. Every weekend already. And there's obviously more are going to pop up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I can't wait to make my big announcement for August, Saturday, August 13th. Beautiful. God. We're all looking forward to that. It's going to be fucking... That's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. Pro- probably... Even or the same or possibly bigger than the actual veterans benefit. That's huge. Yeah, that big. that's that's huge. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know what? I had I had someone on Twitter w- w- mentioned me and said something about business owner. Uh, it was Ryan from Green Up, and I told him to Skype in and talk about it, but I don't see him online, so I guess he's not uh, skyping in. Because I was like, yeah, he sounded like he wanted to rant about something. I was like, yo, just Skype me in. And I forgot all about it, but he's not online anyway, so fuck it. Right. You want to uh, take us out with a song? Uh, yeah, why not? But all right, now I'm on the spot. What what song am I going to fucking request here? Um, Play. Fuck, man. Of course. Now, yo, play a fucking Bane song, dude. I got main. I got a couple. I got one of their albums. I think. If not, one I'll just get. Albums. I'll just get it if I don't have it. All right, play. Bane, probably my f- one of my top three favorite Bane songs. Songs called Ali versus Frazier. You got it, man. All right, thanks, Jimmy. I really appreciate it. Anytime, my man.